Welcome to the Liquid Church Podcast, a place where you can hear the timeless truth of God's Word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge. We hope you'll discover how God's story relates to your own and that you will leave feeling encouraged. Thanks for joining us today and enjoy the message. Legos are fun, you know, uh, except when your kids are little, okay? One of my earliest memories was Legos being, man, everywhere, all over the living room floor. And it was like, no matter how much Colleen and I cleaned, we organized, we put them into bowls with tiny little bricks. We're everywhere in our home. Parents, you relate to this? In the morning, I would wake up early and I'd go downstairs for coffee. I'm being really quiet. I don't want to wake the family. Then, ah! <laughs> right? There's nothing quite like the sensation of stepping on a brick with bare feet is a very special feeling. Any parents feel me on this one? Our family's love for Lego grew as our kids grew up. We actually graduated to Lego Star Wars. Here's a picture of my son and me from 2012. That's 10 years ago. My boy was eight years old and we built the Lego Death Star. It's pretty awesome. Uh, The death ray, the trash compactor. It took us 10 months to build that thing. Brick by brick, we'd put those bricks in little bowls over the dining room table and work on it after school on weekends. Now, my wife complained. She said, you guys hijacked my dining room table. You know, these bricks are going to end up on the floor at some point. And, you know, that thought grieved me, okay? (laughs) That all those weeks and months would be wasted if the Death Star broke apart one day. So I did what any clever dad would do. I actually bought three tubes of crazy glue. And as my son built each section, I would actually take it over here and take it apart and put crazy glue in between the bricks. Brick by brick, he'd build, hand it to me, and then dad would glue them together. I was the Kragle, okay? Our whole house (laughs) kind of filled up with fumes because you're not supposed to put industrial strength uh, glue on plastic. Parents, I do not recommend this. But it did the job until the very end. Three months later, we finished this Death Star. We're so excited. We called the family to the dining room for the big reveal. We actually played the, the Imperial March, dun, dun, dun. And we're like, ta-da! And we went to lift the Death Star, but couldn't lift it off the table. It was literally glued to the dining room table. Some of the crazy glue leaked out and super glued the Death Star to the dining room table. Hashtag dad fail. Um, we had to use nail polish remover to try to, you know, pry the thing off, but the bond was too strong. I had to get an X-Acto knife, gouge the table, and to this day, if you come into our home and look at our family dining room table, there is a permanent imprint of bricks where the Death Star once stood. Now, that's funny now, but it took a decade for my wife to find it funny. But it stopped my son and me three years ago when COVID hit, you know, all kids come home, they they were in high school. So I brought back the bricks. I'm like, I don't want them on screens. And we began building the Millennium Falcon. This is the largest set in Lego history, 7,541 pieces. And I figured that's going to take us two years to build, right? It's a good pandemic project. But since my son was in high school, it actually took him Two weeks and six days <laughs> to complete the over 7,000 bricks. I actually sorted the bags. He, he built it brick by brick. No crazy glue this time because at this point, my son had become a master builder, right? Bricks are awesome because they're used to build something epic, aren't they? You know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus made this statement. He said, I will build my church. And the thing is, he he wasn't talking about a a physical structure or an organization. He's actually talking about people. He said, I'm going to call people out of their homes and their neighborhoods, and I'm going to gather them together and build them in such a way that they become an unstoppable force for good on society 
and the world around them. Jesus said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build my church brick by brick. I'm going I'm to build this thing. And let me tell you, you can have the gates of hell coming at it, but oh, you will not stop what I'm going to do through these people. You see, you and I are part of what Jesus is building. 2,022 years later, you and I are his church, the people of God, and Jesus is building us together brick by brick. And guess what, friends? You got a part to play. Now, scripture I want to share with you today, it comes from Ephesians chapter 2, in which the Apostle Paul writes this. He says, you know what God's doing right now? God is building a home. It says, he's using us all, irrespective of how we got here and what he's building. He used the prophets and the apostles for the foundation. And now, let's read this together, okay, because it's about you. Ready? Here we go. Big, loud voice. Ready? Now he's using you. Fitting you in what? Brick by brick, stone by stone, with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. A couple of things to note here. Notice the scripture says God is building a home. A lot of people say a church building. Oh, that's God's house. But in reality, God's home isn't a building. It's a community of people. God lives in you and, and me and Pastor Denise and Pastor Jim, and he reveals himself to the world through us. Look what Paul says. He says he's using us all, and I love this, irrespective of how we got here and what he's building. In other words, you may be new to our church. Maybe you're like, well, I've only been coming for two weeks, or I started coming during the summer, two months. Or some of you are like, this is my first time back in two years. Doesn't matter. God wants to use all of us in what he's building. It says he used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation. Now, you guys know this. Any Lego builder knows. The foundation is vital in any build, okay? You need a platform to fit the bricks on. So when the scripture says the apostles and prophets are the foundation, you know what that means? It means our church isn't built on modern ideas or trendy thinking. We don't change the doctrine when the culture does. Rather, our spiritual foundation was laid 2,000 years ago by the early apostles and teachers of the church. So the church that Jesus is building here at Liquid is dynamic, right? It's ever-evolving, but it's also historic. Its foundation is timeless. And it says, with Christ Jesus as the chief, what? Cornerstone that holds all the parts together. You guys know what a cornerstone is? Christ is our cornerstone, amen? In any building, the cornerstone is what sets the foundation. The direction of the entire structure is based on this linchpin. So understand, we may be a modern church, but we're built on an ancient truth. That God's son, Jesus Christ, came to this earth, took on human flesh. He walked and lived this sinless life among us. And then he died, premature death on a cruel cross. Why? For our sins. To reconcile us to God, but that wasn't the end. On the third day, God raised Jesus from the dead, returning him to the Father in heaven. And he says, I'm going to give eternal life to anyone who comes to me in faith and surrender. Guys, that's our foundation. Amen, church? Christ Jesus is the what? Cornerstone that holds all the parts together. But now watch this. Paul writes, now he's using you. <laughs> Fitting you in what? Brick by brick. Everyone hold up your brick. Come on, hold up your brick liquid. You have a distinct role. You have a piece to put in the puzzle. You have a God-given gift. There's a unique part for you to play in building the church today. And it kind of got me wondering, I wonder what brick you have been given to build this church. 
Because the Bible says God hands each of us a brick. You got something in your hands Jesus wants to use. Everyone got that brick? Hold it up again. What's it for? And let's just read this out loud, okay? The Bible says brick by brick, God is what? Say it together. Building a home. Keep your hand up. He's using who? Us all. Irrespective of how we got here and what he's building. And now let's read this out loud. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. Translation, you ain't in this church by accident. God has intentionally placed you here at your campus to be part of his divine building plan. And here's the truth. Here's a big idea. You ready for it? If you will bring your brick, God will build his house. Again, look at that brick. Hold it up again, nice and high. Say it with me. If you bring your brick, God will build his house. But if you bury your brick, understand the rest of us are going to miss out. See, an essential piece will be missing. Each one of you is vital to what God wants to build at Liquid Morris, at Liquid Mercer, at Liquid Passaic, Liquid Mountainside. What's up? Liquid Garwood, Liquid Middlesex, Liquid Somerset. The Bible says when you bring your brick, the body gets built up in love. You matter. And guys, God is counting on you to bring your brick this fall. I'm telling you, if you will bring your brick, God will build his house. Turn to your neighbor and tell her, bring your brick. Say, bring your brick, brother. <laughs> bring your brick, sister. <laughs> I want to I shift your thinking. I want to challenge you today. It's going to challenge some of you. To, not to see church anymore as something you go to, but something you're part of. Yeah? Something eternal that you're actively helping to build. Can I, can I ask this? Is church something you go to? Or is it something you're part of? Let me tell you about somebody who offered their brick to God and is having a huge impact in this church that's Miss Sophia. Miss Sophia is what I call a master builder. She serves on the dream team at Liquid Family, caring for our kids. And, and we got this email from a, a nervous mom with a special needs son. It was her first time at church. You know what she wrote? She said, from an early age, my son showed signs that he was not neurotypical. So the idea of letting someone else watch him was very hard for me to handle. I, I knew Liquid was considered a special needs friendly church, which was a high priority for me as I had this motherly instinct that my son was on the spectrum. So I came to check out the campus one Sunday to see if I could just look around. I walked in and Miss Sophia and her young daughter at the nursery door. They were so patient and kind while I asked a bunch of questions. And we started attending. Uh, and who cried the first? This is funny. When we left my son at the nursery, me. <laughs> this was so monumental for us to leave him in the care of anyone else. And I cannot express this enough. Listen to this. The impact Liquid volunteers have had on us has been life-changing. What makes this even more meaningful to me is knowing that all those incredible people are volunteers, dedicating their time to serve the Lord so my husband and I can worship. Sundays truly are now my favorite day of the week. Is that not awesome, church? Miss Sophia brought her brick and now this whole family, husband, wife, the son, are in community worshiping Jesus. Can we hear from Miss Sophia and all the dream teamers she represents? Man, I praise God for each of you. She brought her brick and Jesus is building his church through her. Lives are being impacted for Christ for eternity. Guys, don't miss this. The Bible says God gave you a brick, a spiritual gift, unique to you. 
to serve others and build up the body, but you have this choice. You're like, well, I, I could, I, if, I, if I don't bring my brick, what could you do? Well, here's something you could do. You could bury it. Can you imagine if Miss Sophia had buried her brick? Last week, I read a fascinating story about Lego bricks that began washing up on a beach in England, on the sandy shores in, in uh, Cornwall, the United Kingdom. Tens of thousands, look at this, Lego bricks began just washing up on the beach and no one knew where they came from. And so they investigated, they discovered that way back in 1997 BC, <laughs> a cargo ship named the Tokyo Express was caught in a storm at sea. A typhoon wave knocked 62 shipping containers overboard. And each container was filled with millions of Lego pieces. And for decades, the bricks were buried in the sand at the bottom of the sea. Until literally years later, the ocean tide dislodged them and the currents carried them along, and they began washing up on this beach in Britain. Can you imagine this? You're like walking along the beach, and you're looking for seashells, and you get thousands of Lego bricks instead? <laughs> What's the point? Don't bury your brick. Listen to me. It would be very easy for you to walk out of here today saying, I love those volunteers. You f I feel inspired by them, and you stay inactive. You say, but you know what? I'm going home with this. You gave it to me. I'm taking it home, put it in my pocket. I'll put it on my computer and I'll be a nice memory for me. Now, God's saying, I want you to bring your brick to me. Don't you dare bury it this fall and rob the rest of us. See, this brick represents your spiritual gift. The Bible says a spiritual gift is given to each one of us so we can do what? Keep it for ourselves. No. So we can help each other. Look at your brick. Look at your neighbor's brick. Go ahead, peek at your neighbors. See how they're all different? Different shapes, different colors, but it's needed to build Jesus' church. For instance, let's say again, imagine how this goes. Dream with me, okay? Imagine, let's say, for instance, you have the gift of hospitality. Did you know hospitality is a gift? Some of you are like, well, it just comes naturally to me. Yeah, I, I love making new people feel at home. That's why it's a spiritual gift. The Bible says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. So let's say today you decide, I'm going to serve this fall on the, on the guest connections team, and, and I'm going to serve twice a month, okay? And, and you serve on the connections team, and then you meet a new guest. She's a single mom. Let, let's call her Carol, okay? But Carol hasn't been to church in years. She's a little bit nervous. And she drove her Toyota Camry into the parking lot, and she sat in the car. She was like, man, maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I'll leave. But then watch, somebody on the parking team knocked on her window and said, hey, can I, can I help you with your stroller? And she crossed the parking lot and made it into the building. Watch God build his church. Then one of you who had the gift of greeting, you're on the greeting team, you held the door open for Carol. And you asked her name, and you made her feel welcome. And she's like, wow, this, this place is, is pretty unique. And then, and then someone, someone on the cafe team said, would you like a fresh cup of coffee? And, and said, oh, I see you've got kids. What are their ages? Oh, and she's like, well, 10 and 2. And she says, oh, I've got kids too. Let me walk you over to Liquid Family. Watch this, because in this church, we walk people. We don't point to things. We walk them. And then she goes over, and, and Carol's son goes to middle school. And, and at middle school, he meets this cool 20-something called Alex. And it's the first time in years that kid had a positive male influence in his whole life. Now, Carol also has a, has a little baby girl, and she's nervous dropping her off at the toddler room, but because Muriel's there, and she says, oh, I've raised three girls of my own. I love babies. Carol relaxes and, and drops off her daughter, and now with her coffee, she, she enters the auditorium where she gets to experience the, the, the gift of worship. She's never seen a church where people use their musical gifts. She's like, how much do they pay the band? And they're volunteers. She goes, that's, that's impossible, because some of them are singing, some are playing an instrument, 
And behind the scenes, by the way, people are running, you know, audio, visual lights, audio engineers, graphic operators, tech people are bringing the Bible to life. And Carol hears about this God who loves her and gave his life for her. And she starts feeling the love. And that Sunday, Carol meets Jesus. Why? Because everyone brought their brick. And Jesus built his church. Amen? Don't burn your brick, friends. Our mission is too vital for you to stay home in your sweatpants on Sunday. Every weekend, people like Carol and their kids are counting on you. So is Jesus. We all have a part to play in his building plan. So I'm just going to ask again, is church something you go to or watch? Or is it something you're part of? If you call Liquid Church home, man, I would love for you to volunteer to serve this fall at your campus or online. Don't bury your brick. Instead, bring your brick. And God says, I'll take care of the rest. I'll build my house, both in person and online. If you're watching online, you can actually serve on a digital dream team. We're going to end service a little early today so that you can go out to the lobby at your campus for a dream team expo. This is something we do twice a year. All the dream teams, those are volunteering opportunities at your campus. They're going to be on display for you to go to check out. We have roles for every age and stage of faith. Some of you don't know this, but we have a team called the Roadies. You know what they do? They set up and they tear down everything that makes church possible at a portable location. The facilities team takes care of our permanent buildings, our church property. You have the gift of mowing grass, we'd love you to jump on in. Liquid family, if, you, if you're like, I love babies, holding babies in our nursery, jumping up and down with toddlers, leading a small group for hyperactive middle school students, whatever it is, help our kids learn about Jesus in real and relevant ways. You can serve at high school. Build relationships with the next generation. Help them pursue a deeper relationship with Jesus. Maybe your spiritual gift is prayer. You actually have a heart to come alongside hurting people and pray for them. Speak life to them. I'm telling you, the most powerful ministry often doesn't happen on stage. It's often after the service in front of the altar. Or it's out in the lobby as people lay hands and pray for each other. We even have a prayer team who prays for prayer requests online. I don't know where you will take your brick today. Maybe you'll take your brick and, and sign up to serve on the security team. Did you know right now, as, as you're sitting, you're listening, we have men and women who are patrolling and protecting our flock. They are screened, they are chained, they're trained, they do background checks. So all our classrooms and bathrooms are secure during services. Maybe you'll invest your brick online. What's up, church online? Digital brick, yeah, Bitcoin, not really. Each week, guys, we have thousands of guests from over 60 countries who worship through church online. We need chat hosts, prayer hosts to respond in the chat to requests that come in. By the way, we're having a digital Dream Team Expo right after today's online service. If you can't serve on weekends, some of you are like, I can't do that on, on the weekend. You can volunteer for office support during the week. Did you know that? On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we got this group of faithful Master builders who prepare our mailings, roll t-shirts, prep supplies, and more. They're bringing it back, and we're blessed because of it. Listen, not every role is, is prominent, and you see it in the front of the house, but every role is significant. Wherever you serve, God's house gets built. Do not bury your brick. So as a lead pastor, I just want to challenge every single person at every single campus online today to start serving somewhere this fall. Can you say that with me? Start serving where? Somewhere, anywhere, okay? If you aren't sure where, just ask any of our pastors or our leaders for help, and here's what I want you to do. When you leave this room in a couple minutes, I want you to bring your brick, the brick we gave you, you bring that brick, 
to the Dream Team Expo in the lobby. You tour the tables, look at the teams available, talk to people. And if you're not currently serving at your campus, I want you to drop your brick in the bowl at one of the team tables and you sign up to serve this fall. Because we need you. Let me tell you something, God's counting on you. Dream Team leaders, I'm so grateful for each of you. I'm going to send them out to the lobby right now at your campus to get your tables ready for the expo. Can we hear it for our master builders as they head out to the lobby? Praise God for you guys. Now listen, before your campus pastor comes to dismiss you, I want to share a headline that caught my eye. It said, Russian Orthodox Church Stolen Brick by Brick. And that got my attention because I'm like, well, I'm talking about bricks. <laughs> You know what the article said? It said, wanted, one missing Russian church last seen in July, return, a reward for its return. And so I read it, and I'm like, what is this about? Apparently, there's a church in Russia that was abandoned for a decade. But nearby villagers actually raised money to repair it. This is a true story. But when church officials went to remodel the building, poof, it was gone. They're like, what happened? Alien abduction? Uh-uh. Apparently, because the economy is so bad in Russia... Thieves came and they started chiseling away at the church brick by brick, selling one brick at a time and selling the bricks to another business. And for each brick, they were paid one ruble. It was worth four cents. And brick by brick over time, guess what happened? The church disappeared. Show the picture again. Look at this church. There are no walls. There's only abandoned pews. You catch this? The church wasn't destroyed by a bulldozer. It disappeared brick by brick, week by week. You make the connection? Guys, that's a picture where the church is going to be. Not our church, I guarantee you. But right now, so many churches are struggling. Lots of congregations, once built on the testimony of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus is the cornerstone, Christians using their gifts to serve, they're falling apart. Why? Because people decided, you know what, I just, I'm, I'm busy. I'm going to hold on to my brick. I'm going to stay home and watch a TV preacher. I'm going to read the, I'm going to listen to a podcast, but I'm not going to invest in the local church. I'm going to do my own thing spiritually. Can I just challenge you? When you make your faith private, you are robbing your brick from Jesus' house. And in the end, the church gets chiseled away. What's the point? Don't steal from others what belongs to God. He gave this gift to you. Don't bury it. Instead, you bring your brick. And Jesus said, I will build my house. Amen? Today, it's time for some of you who've been watching from the sidelines to get on the field to serve. Remember what God says. In fact, let's read his word out loud together. Okay, big loud voice, church. going to put it on the screen. Ready? Here we go. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here, in what he's building. And now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. Guys, can you, can you dream with me? Can you actually look into the future? And this fall, I want you to imagine your church, Liquid Church, where every man and woman and child brings their brick to serve, to worship, to care and sacrifice for folks like Carol. We would see a, not just a vibrant church, we'd see a victorious church that doesn't just impact its community, but it ripples out and impacts its county. It saturates its state. Guys, that's the kind of church Jesus wants to build here at Liquid. Say amen if you agree. Amen? Let's pray together and then your CP will dismiss you. Pray with me. Father God, I thank you for your word. 
I feel it, Lord. It challenges me, Father, to open my hands and give my gifts to you. And Father, I pray that right now my brothers and sisters would follow. Father, as we stand up, as we head out our campuses to our Dream Team Expo, Father God, would you, Holy Spirit, make connections, Lord, between the gifts you've given your people and the needs of your body that you're building here in New Jersey. Father, I pray for divine appointments. I pray that men and women who maybe have been kind of on the sidelines this summer, they're taking a step back, would feel compelled by the power of the Holy Spirit to give their gifts to you. We gladly bring our bricks, Jesus. Now, make good in your promise to build your church. In Jesus' name, all God's people said together, amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group, outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening.